Good evening, Monadnock Region, and welcome to Go Mo Tonight, the region's only locally focused weekly comedy podcast. I'm here in the Space Lounge as your host, Chris DiLoretto, joined by my co-hosts. Zoe Roten-Heinzman. And Sam Abbott. So we had some plans um, for this episode. Episode 25, quarter centennial. Um, very nice. Congratulations, guys. Um, yeah. But um, some things got mixed around this evening. So it's possible that this episode may be coming out, this segment that we're recording right now, um, on Thursday, April 21st, 2022. Um, it might be a standalone. Or we might have a guest who will be our good friend and esteemed select board member, Bill Taylor. So not sure. Surprise. It'll be a surprise when it comes to you. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm talking to you in the future and you know things listening to this that I can't possibly ever know. So think about that. Um, so not a lot. We, we, even though we're in the middle of election season, we're, we're working on, as, as Goldman Adnock, putting together... Um, our, our debate, which is, it's called the Peterborough Parlay on May 5th, uh, hosted by the Peterborough Town Library in Goldman Adnock, 6 p.m. We're going to have, um, some of the candidates from the budget committee race, some of the candidates for the planning board race, possibly, probably nobody from the supervisors for the checklist, despite the potential controversy there. I think Bill Taylor is going to make an honorary statement. We're going to have some library trustees come in. And we're going to talk about the issues. We might even do a lightning round. So we're still working out the details on that. Nothing. And, and we're working on sending out like our candidate questionnaire and all this stuff. Uh, so no news has really happened in this race so far. Um, there's nothing much to report. So instead, we are going to take a deep dive into the internet. <laughs> Top story in the Peterborough Facebook group this evening. And, and before we go into some of the other concerns we have with animals and drivers and organized crime, well, I just want to say just a few hours ago, Ryan Courtenay either hit or missed his target with his bow and arrow. Um, this is a, a key post here um, where he says, you know, and this is an Probably by the time you listen to this, this offer will have expired, but it's possible you can reach out to Ryan and see if he still needs help. But anyone in town have a metal detector and want to make a few dollars? I wonder what the going rate is for this. But anyways, I shot my target with my bow and the arrow passed through into the brush pile behind my target, which innocuous enough request. But what was interesting was this fellow, Sean Caravo, commented, immediately like right away it was like have you tried being better don't believe it pass through and then ryan responded right away saying i tried being like you but i couldn't suck that bad i hit high left and it was a clean through any through i couldn't believe it i don't know if all those words are right but whatever <laughs> um sean says that i'm reading it just what it says sick <laughs> Yeah, sick. <laughs> Ryan says, I mean, I mean, Sean, Sean then says, sorry, I can't help you. I hit the center of my target. Never had to chase an arrow. Good luck finding your pass through. Oh, and then Elizabeth Mary Rattay chimes in saying, be nice. 
Sean says that he is being nice. Elizabeth says, we don't want you booted off Facebook again. (laughs) 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 And then Ryan says, I'll see if I can stick one in your front door. Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) And yeah, this goes on quite a bit. We should have like acted this out with each of us. Oh God, we should have. Oh, we we could have done a little play. You know what? You know what? This is going to be this is going to be a thing in the future actually. We are going to we're going to act out scenes. Scenes <laughs> scenes from the Peterborough Facebook group. Actually, we're going to do that with with one of the posts tonight. Um in fact, um we'll we'll pick one and we're, we're just going to Facebook go through. group dramatized. 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 Um Yeah, so <laughs> yeah wow alright so that's the top story Ryan I hope you find your arrow <laughs> whether you hit your target or otherwise um, <laughs> so moving on though to um, let's talk about uh, the people driving blue cars um, we've got two posts uh, both from this morning <laughs> Um, one is from our good friend, Kevin saying to the woman in the blue Subaru on old Greenfield road, texting and driving, put the phone down before you kill someone. The other is from Travis LaRouche saying to the blue Honda Accord this morning, road raging and almost causing an accident because you passed me going 30 and a 25 on Grove street. I hope you're in this group because that was a little ridiculous. A. <laughs> Which I do, I do love the A at the end. He, he really wrote that. That's also sick. Like I didn't make that up. Like that's there. Um, a Y, in fact. Um, and the, you know, there's a lot of discussion about people driving in the morning, and Connecticut drivers are apparently even worse in the morning. Um, yeah, Connecticut wow. Drivers in town or in Connecticut? Nope, they just brought it up. You said, be thankful you don't live in Connecticut. All right. So there's not like a, an influx. Epidemic. Yeah, there's not Epidemic. an invasion. <laughs> an invasion. <laughs> wow. Um, Brendan Bull says he can't believe how many residents he knows or recognizes doing this on Summer Street and on 123 through Sharon. Road raging. Just fucking road raging down the road. Um <laughs> Rip shit. <laughs> really mad. Sean Corvo's on this post too, asking if he he says he drives a blue Corolla and asks if he's allowed to text. Um <laughs> I presume in reference to the um the other post, uh which is kind of funny. Mildly funny. Not wicked funny, but kind of funny. Um Yeah. Wow. Um, interesting. In Kevin's post, um, put your, put the phone down before you kill someone. Woman in the blue Subaru. Now, unfortunately, it's real hard to identify uh, around here anyways, like a, a woman in a blue Subaru. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like saying the Caucasian lady, you know, in Peterborough. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that could be anybody. 
It's funny. I don't know if I know anybody who drives a Subaru. I know, but there's ladies driving blue Subarus everywhere. Like that is an epidemic. It's true. It's true. That's they might be. They might not be from Connecticut, but they are in their Subarus driving around. Driving. Fantastic. I, you know what? I I don't like Subarus. Oh wow. Well. Bold, like bold statement. It was, yeah. Just on principle a, or anything, you got a personal experience. They're fucking ugly. They're just fucking ugly. It's they're they're the puffer jacket North Face please zip up of cars. Like Yeah, that's maybe true. All wheel drive I mean? though. Yeah. Did bro, you know. But so apparently they have a uh, a known head gasket problem. That like they they don't fix so like the head gasket breaks and like they know about it but they've never fixed it and that pisses me off on principle. Yeah, yeah. that wouldn't surprise me. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, and I will say, actually, much like Sean Corvo, I used to drive a blue Corolla. Now I have a red Corolla, and the reason I went with another Corolla is because. I have found with Toyotas in contrast to like all of the other many, many cars that I've driven, um, like shit doesn't break like random yeah. shit, like, you know, normal maintenance. Like you have to do like, you're not like, you know, shit with the, the tires and the wheels and the brakes and sure. the oil, you know, but like, like random shit doesn't just break on the Toyotas. Like it, they just, Honda, they just too. stay together and they keep driving, Same thing. you know? Yeah. I really like that. Really, really like that. In fact, the the blue Corolla that I had was literally in like 15 years, probably like something close to that of inspections. It was the only car I have ever brought to to that point to get a New Hampshire inspection that passed inspection. Never passed inspection before. Not one time until I brought the Toyota in. And I was shot like every year I just planned to drop like 500 bucks at inspection time. Every like like for years, I was just like, and I'd be like, "Oh my god, you know, like how you know it's my birthday month, like I'm screwed again, you know." And that year, I forget what year it was, probably six six years ago or so. Like when they called me up, I think it might have been down a valley. I don't remember, but they called me up and they're like, "Yep, come on and get your Corolla, you're good to go." And I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, "What's so? What's up? I'm like, so what's up? Like you know, like what's the what?" Terrible thing are you about to tell me? Like in nothing. Like, yeah, car's good, good to go. Love it. Um mm-hmm. so I don't know. I don't I didn't know that about the head gasket on Subarus. I just I just think that they're ugly. Like if if I'm gonna get four-wheel drive, I'm gonna get I would want some kind of like SUV or something, you know. Um, not not those weird ugly fucking cars. I don't really see you in that. No. No. It just doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. And that was, you know, that was, I I do think it's different now, but like, I mean, it comes up a lot, like the weird cultural differences that like exist or at least existed when I was a kid, like just 30 minutes down the road where I grew up. Right. But like barely ever saw a Subaru until like the two thousands when I was working in Keene, you know, like knew of them. It's not like I was like, what is that strange Scandinavian car. I mean, actually, I don't really know. Are they Japanese? What is Japanese? Yeah, yeah. Japanese. Subaru's Japanese for the Pleiades, which like it sucks that they took such a cool. Oh yeah, it's in their symbol. 
right? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that, yeah. That is, that's rude. Yeah. So I like them even less for that. They stole, you know what I mean? They appropriate, <laughs> that's appropriation of stars. Christ's sakes. Um, you know, um, ne- like nobody drove that. Like, you know what I mean? Like nobody had those. Like they just, it just wasn't a thing. And they're, they're everywhere. A lot of them are blue. And the woman was texting and it, which, which I feel like is a little bit unusual because a lot of times people drive. I feel like pe- a lot of times today, people who drive Subarus have the same mindset as people who drove like Volvos in the nineties. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, they're likely Safe. to have a, they're likely to have a tote bag yeah, with them, you know, possibly <laughs> from NPR um, or, or PBS or some nonprofit that they donated to. And they're concerned about safety. And so they're not, they're not doing a lot of texting while driving with, you know, we love to see the outliers, you know, um, like this is unique. If, if <laughs> the woman in the red, in the blue Subaru is listening to the program, we would love to talk to you. Um, we'd love to have you on the program, find out what you're like, like, what is it like being a woman in a Subaru who texts while you drive? Um, and I'm not judging. I'm not judging. You know, I'm not going to talk about my my own, you know, driving compliance or whatever or anybody else's. I think that's that's your own personal business until you hit somebody or get caught. Um, so, um, but yeah, I, I would I would love to I would love to chat. But if if she's not if she's not listening, you think we should like post post a misconnections for her? <laughs> Wow. So he always with the segue. <laughs> that brings us to it. We were chatting about this woman in the blue Subaru. And, you know, the comment was made that it sounds like a Craigslist misconnections. And we were like, does anybody still do that anymore? And, um, you know, cause Craigslist is like, it's, it's sort of dead. Like, I feel like it was like, as, as far, like if I'm remembering the Craigslist story right, like I think the rest of the internet had sort of already killed Craigslist, except for prostitution. And then they sh- they like the government, like the federal government, I think, cracked down on the prostitution and like basically killed the rest of Craigslist. You know, um, which is what it had devolved to, as as things do, I guess. Um, I, so- I actually got several nannying jobs on craigslist very legitimate watching people's children very straightforward yeah but when were you a nanny <laughs> uh, well i'm just saying yeah, this was before that like yeah, i'm just saying no no i wasn't arguing i was just saying like that used to be a place where you could go get a oh, nanny yeah. job and like oh, no one yeah. would think about that anymore not even you, you could get any kind of job you know what i mean like professional jobs people would list them on craigslist um hmm. yeah like you could yeah seriously um uh any any kind of job all kinds of legitimate shit you would get on craigslist um back you in can the day. still was, you can still buy stuff i bought yeah stuff there no, it's, it's all i mean it's that's what we found we looked it up and and everything is still here except for the hookers um and i don't know we can't say how many people are using it we can say though that there are still people looking for misconnections. And you know, if if we had if we had like little like heartwarming music or something, it would start playing now. Like this is like the this is the emotional moment like where we're gonna 
potentially like learn a lesson. But you know, I had a I had a thought when we when we encountered this, and you know, I spend a lot of time letting everybody know that I'm not one of the helpers, and most of the time that's true. But um, as Charles Eisenstein once said. It's not always about what can I do to help. It's about where can I help. And this is an area where I can help because I don't know how many people that run into other cute people at the grocery store or Rite Aid or some of these other places that we're going to see. I don't know how many of these people are checking that basically graveyard of Craigslist misconnections, but there are people listening to this program who are in this area. So, you know, what we're going to do from time to time starting now is we are going to try to help people find their misconnections by, I mean, what, what should we do? Should we just um, kind of like pick off some of these ones that ran? We should start with the ones that are most local, obviously. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And feel free to just jump in and grab one of these. It's a gold mine in there. All right. This is ac- across the river here, but but close by. This is a Brattleboro misconnection titled Rock River. I met you at Rock River on Friday, and we had a blast you liked my shoes. One sentence. I know it's a long <laughs> shot, but hopefully you see this. Which one was that one? Rock River in Brattleboro. Rock one. River in Brattleboro. That's just the yeah. So too. the only one, the only one that I really see in Peterborough, just for the record, for people who want to know, is um, this is from about a month ago. Um, a thirty-year-old male is looking to have so fun chats, so fun. Um, <laughs> so not really a misconnection. Maybe that thirty-year-old man doesn't understand what this board yeah. is for. You have to actually have the connection. To, to you know, you know what I mean. Like something has to happen. For, you have to have like a so fun chat or something with somebody, <laughs> and then not catch their name. He, he's so, just like missing connection in his life. <laughs> he's right. missing All the connections together. before right. they even have the potential to happen. Um, but so, hey. but best, best of luck. Yeah, we'll best give him a of shout luck. Out. We'll give him a shout out. Sam, um, you have you have one? I do. I have Shaw's in Milford Saturday night. This was. Uh, this was also about a month ago. We got to get a little more current. So it says we exchanged a few glances and comments with each other. What were we both shopping for? If this was you and you know, <laughs> give me a holler back. I have to say, I really do like the what were we both shopping? <laughs> 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 because really, I mean, can can we not always ask that question? You know, like run into somebody. <laughs> You see that cute person at the store. Hey, what are we shopping for right now? You know, like not what are you here for? What are what are we shopping for? Really? Anytime you like go into a store, that question <laughs> presents yeah. itself anew. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Wait, who, I've got who another wants one. To, yeah, I've got another one. The woman in market basket. Oh no no no. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to just keep going with the grocery store. This was only eight days ago. So this yeah, is so still, this is fresh guys. This person's still looking woman in market basket. Keen. I was sitting a car 
and you pulled up next to me. <laughs> I was sitting a car. I was, I was too chalked up to say something. Grr. <laughs> oh, yes, that is good. That was a that good one. Good. got pretty chalked up though yeah no i've totally chalked up like a like the tiger that i am (laughs) (laughs) wait did we say the bennington one though because i just want to just point out that this is an yeah this is another real local one but it's also another not misconnection though because here in bennington someone says spring has finally sprung want to chat about the weather or anything else Mm. Nope. Not the best opener. Pitch. <laughs> not, not, not a great elevator pitch, really, there. We have Keen. So this is this is one Zoe Zoe encountered earlier. So it's this guy from Keen. Yes, I did find out you were married, which explains why you kept texting me from random numbers and didn't see me for weeks at a time. Hence I changed my number. So stop sending me harassing emails or I will contact your wife again. Idiot. Six days. Not six months, six days. It's real. It's happening. So, so what is he supposed to do? Like, is he, is this a misconnection? Is, should he reply to that Craigslist relay email or should so. he just stay away? Is this I mean, like I kind of like it that she's like, I don't want to talk to you. I blocked you, but. Here we are. <laughs> Just in case you check the misconnections page, I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> right. Like, you can just like text him back before blocking the number and be like, I'm blocking this number now. I know you're married. Like this is like, this is how these, these things work now. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. Um, that to me seems like a more direct way of handling the problem than, what what we've done here, but yeah, then the, the Craigslist shuffle. All right, I have I have one more grocery store one. Unless you have one, Chris. Oh no! Yes, I do. <laughs> this one, this one is tech. This one is titled Texas Roadhouse Nashua. And you know, for anybody who's ever been to Texas Roadhouse, you know that that's where the romance always happens. You seem to be there waitressing a lot. Light brown hair holds back. Glasses, very friendly, great smile, and the biggest boobs I have ever seen. A big thank you. That's it. I don't wow. even know if he. I don't even know if he wants to meet up with her. He's just like thank you. He's a fan. He's just a just a fan. <laughs> thank you. It's a fan. Thank you for waitressing a lot. But if she waitresses a lot, he should be able to find her pretty easily. Right. He doesn't need to go the Craigslist route. He could just, yeah, no, he could just go back to, he could just go back to Texas Roadhouse. Write her a card. <laughs> that would mean a little more than a Craigslist post. Yeah, really. Yeah. You could just drop it off at the hostess's table if you don't want to hand it to her directly. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> give the, give this give this to the girl with the biggest boobs I've ever seen. You know, <laughs> whoever's got the biggest tits in here, she gets this. 
All right. So this, I feel like we may have a cereal grocery store. Uh, what do you want to call it? Like, yeah. Um, I don't know the right word. Yeah. Misconnector? Um, lo- <laughs> love hunter? I don't know. Yeah, this yeah. one's called <laughs> White Dress in Hannaford, Manchester. Hey, last weekend, you had white dress on. Joked around with you about high prices of groceries and produce section. What were we joking about? Would like your phone number. That's the same guy. That is, that's, that's, not, no, no two people ask questions of people hypothetically in the grocery store like that. Yeah. It's him. Oh my God. It's almost oh like a God. serial killer clue, you know? Yeah, no. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's like if, he, if that guy writes the manifesto one day, I'm going to be like, dude, I'm going to call the FBI. He's like, that guy was on misconnections in 2022. He asks questions like that. Trace his IP. You know, like, um, that's how they catch him. Um, yeah, wow. Now, it's like, I almost feel like, like at the end, like, next time I'm in, like, either one-on-one with somebody or even in a group of people, right? Like we're talking and laughing. Like if the laughter ever dies down and just be like, what were we joking about? You know? (laughs) (laughs) At that moment, you could say, what are we shopping for? (laughs) I mean, that line, I just want to start saying to anybody that like I bump into, like, like say like somebody in an aisle, we have like a random dancer, like, yeah, sorry, excuse me. What are we even shopping for anyways? <laughs> the absurdity of shopping, am I right? See ya. <laughs> Yeah, so the internet is alive and well, folks. Um, there's a lot going on out there uh, this week. And yeah, misconnections. And actually, you know, let me just put this out there to the audience as well. If you have a misconnection and you don't want to go to the middleman of um, the Craigslist misconnections graveyard over there, uh, which is funny because I call it a graveyard and a mine. What did I call it? Uh, did I call it a minefield? I don't remember. No. Anyways, um, gold mine. Gold, gold mine. mine. That's what I mean. Yes, yeah. it's a graveyard. It's gold gra- mine and a minefield. A middleman graveyard, <laughs> gold mine of Craigslist misconnections. Fine. But you could just send it straight to us and be like, hey, you know, I, I saw this woman in a blue Subaru texting. Driving down the road, she's gonna kill someone, and I think she's hot, and I want to find her. We'll we'll read it on the air. Um, we'll read it on the air. So that's a standing offer. Send us your local misconnections because until we have a dog park for the hot singles, <laughs> the possibilities are limited. Possibilities are limited indeed. Um. I just, I also, I don't, the relevance of this is questionable, but I feel like I have to bring it up anyways. And that's just to say that once again, um, I went to the mall. I went to the mall yesterday 
Pheasant Lane Mall, Nashua, it's a place many of us remember from our childhoods. And I like it because I just, I miss the 90s, you know, and you go in there and you just feel like you're in a better time. I mean, I, I, I messaged, uh, I, I messaged my buddies, um, John and Pat, you know, our buddy, John Palmucci. And I just, I sent him a picture of that great, um, you know, Pheasant Lane Mall has got a great like glass window, a glass roof in, in, in various parts, you know, and I'm just like, you know, George W. Bush was right. He was right from the beginning. Just go shopping. Just, just go shopping. Forget it all. Um, don't worry about the terrorists. Don't worry about the COVID. Um, just fucking go shopping. But the crazy thing to me, and this has happened now like three times at the Pheasant Lane Mall, is that, <clears throat> I mean, everybody, because there was like 10, 10 to 15 years where I never set foot inside a mall, to my knowledge, or like didn't, definitely not that one, didn't do it on purpose, whatever. Um so upon my return to the Pheasant Lane Mall, kind of like the return of the king is what it feels like, you know, J.R.R. told, it's like real, like a prophesized return. Not really like the return of the king, but like um, if we're making Tolkien metaphors, like it's like when um, in The Hobbit, when Thorin makes it, like, you know what I mean? He's been, he's been, he's been out living his life in exile. He's, he's from the Lonely Mountain, but he's been away. That, that was me returning to um the Pheasant Lane Mall, you know, getting ready to cast out the dragons. And, um, but in that intervening time, you know, you've read millions of stories about the death of malls, like in all across the country, they're wastelands, they're, they're gone to shit. Nobody goes to a mall anymore. Like they're the ones that are still standing have, are just totally filled with empty stores and all this stuff. And, you know, it's just this sad, sad thing. And that's kind of what I was expecting when I went to the mall um, back in like July, late July, early August. And I have to tell you, so it's been three times now and only one of those times. No, none of the times were during the Christmas holiday season. Fesley mall is not even close to dead. There's not very many empty stores in it at all. Half the stores that were there when we were kids are still there. Like, like more than half fucking lids lids is still there. Um, yeah, lids like um, Fye Fye is still there. Wow. Um, it's strange. It's a surreal place to be, but it's there. It exists. Um, and yeah, um, there were, were a lot of people there on Wednesday at two p.m. Um, oh. And when I went there a couple months ago on a Saturday night, uh, my you know swag estimation was that on a random Saturday night in January, that night there were probably 80% as many people as would have been there in 2001. And that's a much higher number than I would have thought. Like, I mean, I, I would have thought 60% was high based on all the horror stories that I've heard about how nobody goes to most. Like, no, it's like, there's almost as many people here as there used to be. Um, you know, and I, and here's, I mean, the funny thing is that like, we used to have to go to the mall kind of a lot because there wasn't, there just wasn't very much for kids to do like either like with your girlfriend or even with your guy friends. And we never really had very much money each shopping trip. You know, a couple times a year we would get money for clothes, but we didn't have money like on an ongoing basis to just go buy 
things at the expensive crappy stores that everybody bought things at. Um, so most of the time we would just be hanging around and maybe getting something at the food court or something, but there's only so many activities you can do before you're 21. And when you have, you know, your one person's car and like all the shit. Right. Um, so we would go to the mall a lot and I really didn't like the mall very much. And when I got out of town and like moved on to college and became, you know, sophisticated person, I was like, <laughs> malls for like middle Americans, you know, like those fucking losers, you know, going to what the fuck is in a mall, you know? So I, that was my mindset for a number of years, but you know, having returned, God, it's just, it feels very comfortable. I really like it. It's a, it's a nice place. The mall. Buy anything? I was there to buy picture frames for, um, Goman Adnock for our pizza winners. Um, and the, and it's, I was at target. I went, I, I just went to target. That's all. That's all I was doing is I went to target and then I was like, I was like, you know, while I'm here, let me go throw my target shit in the car. And then I'm just going to, I'll just walk up and down the mall and, um, see the sights, feel the nineties for a little bit. And that's, that's exactly what I did. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It kind of puts me in a good mood. <laughs> so if you're looking to be in a good mood, you know, just like, I don't know, throw on some like ace of bass in your car and like cruise on down to Daniel Webster highway and, um, stroll the pheasant lane. It's still there. And it's, it's not even just a relic. Like it is a relic. There's a little bit of a time capsule aspect to it, but it's still alive and well, there's still, you know, like you go into lids. And there's like a bunch of like young kids like in lids, you know, and like the to me also very young, like store guys, like just like staring at them, like steal a hat any minute, you know, it's so like some things don't change. Like traditions continue like this is this is still real. I mean, the fun thing is that like, you know, as a almost 40 year old white guy, you know, who like wears OK clothes like. Nobody thinks I'm stealing anything. Like nobody even looks at me, you know, like, and it's, I mean, that's, that's sort of fun. Um, and like, you know, the thing is they're right. I'm not stealing anything. And when I was younger and they were looking at me, like I could be like a theft risk. I'm not saying I was stealing from them, but I was, a, I was, a, I could have been, I was a theft risk. I was a risk. Um, so I guess Scores even here, <laughs> even when I've been, even when I've been profiled, they've been right. Um, and, uh, yeah, but just a little fact that, um, you know, opportunity to, um, score yourself a misconnection at the mall. It can still be done. Um, true. it can still be done. There's a lot of people in Nashua. It's a, it's a bustling area. If you're, if you're kind of bored with like seeing all the same, sour faces around here no offense but everybody's been wicked sour for a long time um and anybody who denies that is on another planet there they, people are a little bit happier in nashua um i think perhaps because of the mall it, may it be. might be because it might be because of the mall it might be yep yeah it might be um that, so. that is of course, not the mall of my childhood, so I don't have any. No, you don't have the memories. Pheasant yeah, Lane memories here, but nope. Pheasant Lane Mall, good place. Seemed like you did, Sam. Yeah, 
That makes sense to me. It makes me want to go. Should be a fucking spokesperson. I know. I really. I know. They should pay me for this. <laughs> this episode of Gobo Tonight is sponsored by <laughs> the Pheasant Lane Mall. The good folks at the Pheasant Lane Mall. Did you know that there are no empty storefronts in the Pheasant Lane Mall, and that business <laughs> as usual is going on? They even have the hucksters in the middle of like the mall aisle, like shouting at you to like don't make eye yeah. contact with. Yeah. Oh yeah. Still, still there. Still doing. Still doing their thing. Still hawking their wares. The one th- one of- bummer. Chinese food. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. That place is still there. That's critical. Uh, Sar- yeah. Sarku. Was it Sarku, Sarku Japan? Which yeah. like, oh my God, it's not a, it's not a Japanese word. It's not possible to be a word in Japanese. <laughs> that used to drive me crazy. <laughs> now I just like, I would eat it. <laughs> Go to the mall and eat some Sarku Japan. Totally. We did have that. We had that restaurant in our mall. Yeah, I mean, huh. you know, back then the mall restaurants were I don't think all that varied. You know what I mean? Like you mm. you kind of there were some standards anyways. Sparrow. Um, Sparrow pizza. Sparrow. Sparrow. I don't think Sparrow is still there though. Sparrow might be gone. Huh. Yeah, which is odd. Which is odd. Yeah. They might have gone bankrupt though. Like I don't know how Sparrows is doing these days. If they're there, maybe we can like open the pizza tournament doors. Yeah. <laughs> for one more last minute entry. Yeah. No, they're there. Doesn't lame, baby. Oh, okay. Was I okay? Good. Good. I'm glad I'm they're, glad they're something. They're survived. in Nashua, they're in Manchester, and they're in Salem. They're at every mall in the state Sam of New Hampshire. Is ready Good. to go. <laughs> yeah, I will say those. So um like but part of the reason why I say that about my expectations about I should add that now that you mentioned Manchester about the Pheasant Lane Mall and and the fact that um, it's shockingly not in rough shape is when I was working in Bedford for many years, a couple of times I made the mistake of trying to go to the Mall of New Hampshire in Manchester at Christmas time, like legitimately looking for a gift, like probably for my wife or a kid or somebody. Um, And it was late, you know what I mean? Like, and I hadn't found what I needed online. And so I was, you know, in that state where I'm like, ah, I'm fucked. Like I got to go to a store and, Hope they have something. And I do not believe that the mall of New Hampshire is in as, as healthy of condition as um, the Pheasant Lane Mall. No, it does it's, not it's have those kind of desperate. Yeah. Feel sad there. I yeah. feel the sad feeling there. Which is interesting because when I was a kid, that would be like, and it was probably just because like it was like a little more exotic because it was like a little further away in Manchester, but and it was called the Mall of New Hampshire. And I think it's a little bit bigger, maybe. Um, yeah. but, but that was like considered like in theory the better mall back then. Yeah, um, not so in the twenty twenty in the roaring twenties. Not so, but not roaring for the mall of New Hampshire. No. Nope. Um. Yeah, but you can you can go. The one thing that's kind of a a shame is that um, there is no bookstore in the mall. Hmm. Um. You know, Walden Books closed. When Borders, its parent, its then parent company, went out of business in, I think it was the aughts, the late aughts, Borders went down and took Walden with it. Hmm. And so now, I mean, Walden Books was kind of like that thing that made sure that like every single shopping mall had a bookstore, you know? And when I was a kid... And like, if I ever got like dragged to the mall by like my mom or something, right? Like that was the one saving grace. I'd be like, all right, well, you have to take me to Walden books. I wouldn't necessarily be allowed to get a book, but I had, they had to take me to the store. And, yeah. um, 
And I worked there at that Walden Books in the Pheasant Lane Mall for a few months, my senior year, at the end of my senior year of high school. It's now Newbury Comics, actually. Yeah, they um, moved from across the street. They did move from huh. across the street. So Newbury Comics is in there. where they are. They're still there. I, In fact, oh, I don't have them on this table, but the, the two pairs of sunglasses that I've been wearing since last July or last August, my first trip to the Pheasant Lane Mall, I bought them at that Newbury Comics, and I'm still wearing them. Um, yeah, I, I kind of felt like I really wanted to get something from in there. Um, and they had kind of okay, cheap shades. So, um, but not to sound like, uh, like a new aristocrat, but this time when I was in the mall, I was like, I was scoping out the Ray-Bans, you know, Mm. every, I, I've never owned a pair of nice sunglasses in my life. And mostly because I break them and lose them and i never wanted to do that with a nice pair but like you know they look so good they look they look so i didn't buy any but they're not that much and i they, like them they all held look, on to the your current pairs for like a year that's pretty that, decent that's sort of why i feel like i deserve it you know what i mean right. i'm like i'm like wow i didn't fuck these ones up Neither of them. It's two pairs. And I and yeah. I know where they both are. Like, and um yeah, I don't know if I've ever done this quite this well before. So I'm like, you know, maybe I've earned the privilege. This of- is my first pair. I bought nice sunglasses for years and same thing. it's like maybe a year and they break yeah. or they disappear. This pair I've had for like I don't know, three, four, maybe five years. It's like holy shit, that's a coming of age, an indication that I've finally Seriously. grown up. Yeah. Okay, but here's Mouth something. Tones. This is something funny to me, though. And I was I was saying this to Kelly earlier, right? So, like I said, like they're not they're not that they're not like that much money, right? They're like, and yes, they're expensive. They're like they were all they all ranged, and I but I bet you you can get them cheaper online. But they all ranged from like 163 to like 220 bucks, right? Yeah. So like not off the charts, you know. But like <laughs> that's pretty much what they cost in the 90s. You know, they were like 150 bucks or so back then. So like what, like this is, these are the things I don't understand when it comes to like inflation and stuff like that, because like that, like they should be like $800 in like 2020 money. You know I mean? That's that's an exaggeration, obviously, you know, but like really like the currency has changed a lot in that like 25 year period of time. And Ray-Bans cost the same amount of money. They're like, all these news stories this week, we're talking about Arizona iced tea and how they refuse to change those big cans from 99 cents, like regardless of inflation. And like the Arizona iced tea man is like, he's like, yeah, fuck it. He's like, I'll make less money. I want it to say 99 cents. I just want it to. And so fuck that's yeah. why he doesn't inflate because he just makes less money. But Ray-Bans, like, they, like yeah. is Ray-Bans just like, eh, screw it. We're going to make less profit for our luxury brand. It just doesn't make I don't understand that. Their margin was probably always so goddamn high that they just. Yeah, that it didn't matter, I guess. Never needed to just, raise it. Yeah, yeah. They could just always absorb it. $2 pairs of sunglasses, you know? Yeah. Back then, I really wanted like the, the, the surfer Oakleys of like oh, yeah. 1997, you know? There's oh, yeah. still people wearing them. I don't feel that the appeal has stayed. No, you know? Has. I don't like, I don't think they're that cool. Like when I see somebody with them now, I'm like, "Mm," you know, Mm -mm. but Ray-Bans, 
you know, and of course, multiple different styles of Ray-Bans, of course, you know, um, but they all kind of look cool, you know? I don't know. We're pitching all these products in this program. It's great. Uh, <laughs> products, malls, you know? I actually didn't buy, I didn't buy anything in the whole mall, though. My, the only things I bought were in Target. Um, so... I exercised restraint actually, which was kind of weird. Um, I'm not usually that restrained. Like I, I like to, I really like to buy things. And, um, but I, I, I almost pulled the trigger on a couple things and I was like, yeah, it's, it just didn't spark joy. Wow. Marie Kondo. No, Kondo. I know. You know what? Um, she has a book coming out in the fall. So just brace yourselves for everybody to talk about her again. Cause it's going to happen. <laughs> Um, I didn't like it the first time, but this time it's about like transcending your life through organization. There you go. So, yeah, that's a development. Transcending your life. Huh? I don't know. I made that. I made that up. That's me being a jerk. That's me being a prick. I'm sure she's, I'm sure she doesn't say that, but <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to hear her minimalist bullshit. Anymore. Probably be she would probably be one to ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy's a, that guy's a Marie Kondo acolyte. Um. <laughs> Sparking joy stopped getting him anywhere, so he moved on. Um. All right. Well. You know, before we wrap up for this week, um, we did promise a dramatization to our, our people. I think we should dramatize one of these bear posts. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got to find one, though. I think the first one was a little more, a little juicier. The, um... Drive the them to the north? <laughs> Sand Hill Road one? Um, I don't think so. I think the other one, but I could be wrong. I have to find it either way. Does it have a picture? No, let's do yeah. the Sandhill Road one because, and just do the exchange where I said drive them to the north and people's responses because that's dramatic. Okay, I gotta find it. Although one of these, oh, did one of these people delete her comments? Oh, she did. Huh. Unless she blocked me, but I, I don't seem to be. No, I can see her profile, so I'm not blocked. She just deleted her comments. So that's not fun. That makes it hard because if we read this out loud, some of it won't make sense. Why do they do that? Uh, yeah. Fucking, I've done it before, but I don't. Uh, well, I mean, good. I know, but you really got to kind it's of not, paint yourself into a corner to feel like you got to do that, you know? Yeah, and she hadn't really. I mean, I was the one being the asshole. Right, I figured. <laughs> For, oh, is this Tiger Link's Maine Coon cat? Yeah, Tiger Link's oh, Maine Coon cat. Oh, she did it? I yeah. read that like an hour ago, not even. Yeah. No, some of her stuff is there. It's like she deleted one or two. Yeah, oh. she deleted one or two. Yeah, you're right. Um, And then, yeah, she tried to make fun of me for being a wizard. She left that up. And, um, and I said, being a wizard is carbon neutral. <laughs> and then she apologized. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sorry for laughing, shall, but I think it's funny. Read that, that exchange. Um, Which exchange do we want to read? All right, I made it. All right. Um, 
Yeah, let's do, let's just do the whole thing, and I can be myself. And um, <laughs> Zoe, do you want to be um, Florence? And actually, yeah, why don't you be Florence and Tiger Links? And Sam, you can be um, Mike Hartz. Okay. Where's Mike? And we're gonna do both of those little sub threads. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mike is the Mike is below Mike is below the Florence thread. Below the Florence thread, and then there's the Taylor Morris thread, and below that's Mike Hartz, where he says, Leave them alone. They've been here for thousands of years. We, <laughs> comma, are the interlopers. All right, let me get to him. I see Taylor. It's loading. Mike Hartz. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. I just got so, I just got a single single line in this play, huh? Mike Hartz. No, Mike's got a whole thread. No, Does no, he? Mike goes down because I argue with him, and then he oh, he, eleven replies. See, they like to yeah. Hide oh, yeah, click that one, and okay. then and then we get back to Florence after that. Um, yes. Okay, <laughs> got to figure out what my Florence voice is. Who's going to be? Who's Will Kin- Kindler? That's going to come. Um, up. I can do that in like a falsetto voice. That'd be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I may not. Um, I may not change my voice. Yeah. No, that's fine. But you guys are better than me, so that's that's fine. Well, are you, are you just one person, though, right? I know, so I can get away with yeah. it, I think. Right. Okay. So, many people are aware of my feelings about black bears, and um, we had two black bear posts this morning, and so this is, it begins, um, friendly visitor on Sand Hill Road today, big MF and bear right here, and so we begin our dramatization. Drive them all to the north! They were here first. We are trespassing on their territories and homes, like we do with everything. It's our territory now. They can have territory in the north until we need it. <laughs> then we have a missing comment from Tiger Links. And then I, I continue defending myself, saying, This was the mainstream view once, and God willing... It will be again one day. I intend to see that day. It disturbs me. Do you think basic ecosystem changes, which are constant, are the same as climate change? And you believe that two-thirds of our native species on Earth have been eliminated in this way? And call yourself educated. My distaste for animals has nothing to do with the destruction of the planet. That is honestly quite shocking to read, but I suspect that that is your goal. You have no idea what you're talking about. Breeding cats almost certainly has a more negative environmental impact than relocating bears. Okay, Mr. Wizard. Being a wizard is carbon neutral. I would like to apologize for my unkind words. It's a knee-jerk reaction and does not represent accurately my true character. Perhaps you are a perfectly decent human being in all other aspects of your life and just do not understand animals. Maybe you were raised to fear them instead of taught how wonderful they are. Peace. Peace. That's my turn. Yeah, it's my Christopher J. D. Loretto, leave them alone. They've been here for thousands of years. We are the interlopers. 
I don't understand why people think that's an argument. I could live a million years and never give a shit about who was here first. Humans come first 100% of the time. Christopher J. DiLoretto, right up until we poison the earth so much that we can't live anymore. All right, well, bears are not going to help with that, so... Christopher J. DiLoretto, we need to live with nature, not try to change it to suit us. That is a terrible approach. Humans would have been out of business millennia ago if we adhered to that mindset. They did. Natives lived with nature. They realized that nature provided food, shelter, and everything else they needed, and they didn't overhunt or overgraze their cattle. We have gone astray. Yes, we have. We're poisoning the only planet we have. Some worry that we are killing the Earth, but Earth will go on. If we pollute and deplete it so much that we kill ourselves off, Earth will keep spinning and will start over. Some new species will rise and repopulate the planet. Earth doesn't really care. So let's not give her a reason. I've never come across anyone with such an opposite view to mine. Makes the world tick, I suppose. Animals first, 100% of the time. The vast majority of human beings should be ground up into soylent green. There's not a creature on the planet I despise more. CD, that's about it. Very sad. My guess is... You post such foolishness to get a rise from people. Maybe you should spend more time working on growing up, CD. I hope you have a second career as a detective. (laughs) My first career. Very good reading, everyone. Very good. Very good. We'll we'll do this this more. Maybe once an episode, actually, we should do a dramatic reading of um, the, the Peterborough Facebook group. Because this is... These these are the days of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> for for better or for worse. And we we are here to capture them on this program for historians. And you know, frankly, on that note, I think we've had a great session in the Space Lounge. Whether we have a guest in this episode or not remains to be seen. Uh, perhaps we'll just pass this one along to Sound Lord Chad um, and release this early in the week. And then when we catch up with Bill, we'll, we can release that as a standalone. Perhaps perhaps that's the way we should go since we're at an hour anyway. But uh, great little... Um, way to work Chad in there. Special thanks to Chad, our sound lord. By the time this episode comes out, it will be too late to catch Chad and Brandy at the Peterborough Town Library, which is in our time in the past here tomorrow night at the Peterborough Town Library. Nice little reception for Brandy's awesome modern art exhibit at the library, which is inspired by his music, which will be available live. Great guy. I hope that many of you have seen our promotion for this, though, and came out and met up with us and got to meet Chad and Brandy. Chad, of course, runs Studio 117, which can handle all of your sound producing, 
recording and mixing needs, studio117.net.com will get you nowhere. And he also has Down by 10, the band who we are trying to bring to Peterborough at some point this year. Now, if you need your event covered with music of the greatest covers, if you want to have a Pheasant Lane mall party at your house and have the tunes of the 90s playing while you put on your worst Abercrombie t-shirt and, you know, lay about eating Japanese Sarku, they can handle that for you. That's what Down by 10 is here for, among many, many, many other things. These guys are practically booking up every weekend at this point. So get in there. Their Facebook group, their page where you can contact them is going to be in the show notes. Don't delay. Don't delay. Thank you to all for listening, for joining us for this very special episode in the Space Lounge. And we're going to meet again very, very soon. Until we meet again, though... As you walk the halls through the hopefully prosperous malls of your life, remember the storefronts on either side, as those vendors in the middle are trying to hawk their wares at you. In the midst of all of this beneath the glass ceiling, take good advice. See you next time.